Hello, welcome back to the Fascinating Jobs Podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Wilson. On this episode of the podcast, I'm sitting down with Michelle Wieback, a graphic designer and marketing expert who has her own business and Etsy shop. I can't wait for you to meet her. Please leave a review wherever you listen if you like this podcast so that we can get more publicity and grow our community. With that, let's get into episode number one with Michelle. So hi, Michelle. Thank you for coming on and talking with us today. We're very excited to have you. Cool. Yeah, thank you. I'm so honored to be here and I'm excited. Awesome. So what got you interested in graphic design and marketing in the first place? Yeah, um, so I like to say like my story is a little unconventional like I didn't uh, go to art school or major in graphic design it actually kind of happened naturally Um, I actually went to college to be a journalist Uh, I was wanted to be a writer and work on um, like music magazines I'm really into music as well but uh, during my time learning how to write and do all the fun stuff I then kind of started to fall in love with like the visual aspect of, you know, visual communication and just being creative in a different way than just writing. Uh, And then from there, I just design all the time and uh, just try to be fun, do fun things with it and yeah, learn new things all all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) what would be like some differences that you saw between like writing and communication through graphic design? Yeah, definitely uh, graphic design is, it's all visual. So like, say you hate reading, uh, (laughs) you could look at like a graphic and look at pictures and go, oh yeah, I can, you know, understand it better through looking at it rather than reading like a book or a few pages that describe how to bake something or, you know, like a timeline. So it's like you can put design and visuals into anything and just make it more easier to understand. So that's kind of what I really loved about it. And, and just, uh, you know, playing with all the different fonts and colors and it's such a fun part of design. So that's really like, yeah. So I totally get that. Just like making it more accessible for everyone to be able to kind of read and access information. So you kind of explained a little bit of how you got interested in design. So how did you start learning about the topic? Yeah, since I only took a class or two in school, uh, mainly mainly like in um, in design and Photoshop. So I kind of got like the basics down. And then from there, I had a professor who was very much like, pick a design you like and try to recreate it yourself. And so I would do that and then he would like delete it <laughs> and make me do it again. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's like, yeah, so you can like, remember how to do it and so like at the time I you know obviously was like super annoyed and mad but it made sense so it just you know kind of imprints all the steps that you need to do and so you're like oh cool I don't even have to like think about it anymore I can just it's kind of like it's muscle memory you're like oh yeah this is how it goes and now I just designed a few pages and graphics and it's all good but yeah I think just designing as much as you can and doing it every day you know it sounds like it I mean it doesn't have to be a chore but you know design something fun for yourself and as long as you're using that creative muscle yeah so and I know that you have an Etsy shop so you kind of do like more fun designing Mm -hmm. there and so um is that like a good way for somebody to maybe get interested or kind of practice their design Mm -hmm. skills 
Yeah, I think um, my Etsy shop is kind of like a little new experiment I'm doing right now. Uh, just more for like a fun thing for myself and I'm always trying to stay positive and I love drawing flowers so I like to share that with people and so I went hey let's see if I can make someone's day and like sell something that'd be you know awesome I think like the goal for every artist and designer is to like make some sort of income from their art uh, so this is like a way for me to try to do that yeah, that's really great. And I think that like in kind of incorporating your theme of flowers and you're really getting to show your personality to other people, which is a great kind of like art is a, you know, nice expressive mm -hmm. way for that. So have you kind of come across any like challenges starting your Etsy shop or, you know, how's the experience been so far? Yeah, I would say uh, Etsy is like a whole other field. I think going into it, you kind of think, oh, it's just going to be super easy. You know, I just uh, put up some things and, and I'm going to make like a ton of sales, right? But it's kind of like the contrary, like there is a lot more marketing involved that you kind of forget. Uh, lots of SEO, which is important. So like all the keywords and, you know, trying to figure out ways how to get discovered in Google and Etsy searches. So that has been a fun learning thing for me. Um, I do, I do a lot of like marketing design, but not so much. It's not like I'm uh, doing all the web and word part <laughs> was yeah. uh, so much of my thing. I, may, I mainly like design all the brochures and all the graphics and ads that people need. Uh, so I was like, oh cool, now I get to test this muscle. So it's just like a nice thing to get into. Yeah, like a nice creative outlet. And so did the skills from your business kind of transfer into Etsy or you said there was a lot of learning? involved mm -hmm. yeah i think definitely uh it helps it helps being a designer because i'm like oh i i know whatever i make is going to look nice you know because there's like everyone has their own style like some you know some things resonate more with other people than they you know than others that's like the nice thing about art um but for me i'm like oh i definitely know what i want my stuff to look like and how I want it to represent me and hopefully it it resonates with people and you have to do like your market research and see like is there even a need for some design with flowers you know or maybe people are into comic sans like that was like a test I just did like a comic sans design as a test run to see like let's see if it catches on it seems like for some reason this font is still super popular <laughs> let's see if it works uh, so it's kind of like trial and error so i think that's the fun part of just being creative and putting your things out on etsy and yeah yeah and it seems like there's no real kind of like risk to it you know you're not going mm -hmm. to be out like you know a million dollars if you mm -hmm. fail yeah it seems like a nice creative outlet so kind of segueing into your business so you help smaller businesses you know build their own brand and you design brochures and other marketing materials for them so how did you kind of come up with the idea to start this business yeah i think uh, from all my previous jobs, I've mainly, it's just work I used to do with other companies. Uh, and I used to work for like a contemporary music college called Musicians Institute. And I was the only designer there. And it was a good thing and a, a stressful thing at times, being the only one to design a, a slew of marketing assets for a whole college. But I learned a lot and it really, you know, input this into you know, myself like, oh, well, I definitely know 
how to make all these marketing assets and there's lots of companies who need help with that and I see people and you know, you reach out to them and you talk to them it's kind of like you have to do your own networking which is not always the easiest and fun but uh, you have to figure out how to get your clients and even if they don't end up working with you it's fun to have those conversations and you know give them advice um, you know, just like to approach everything with being kind and helpful and see where it goes from there yeah definitely could you explain more about like what the learning experience was like at the musicians institute so i think uh learning that i really got to get really deep into marketing there uh because it was like hey i worked you know directly with the marketing director and we uh you know we were the communication with each other to make sure that the college had all the it's like, oh, they have a, like a college fair. So I need to get, you know, the postcards ready. We need to update them, you know, so it's like you're communicating with your photographer, your copywriter and the marketing director. So it's a really good practice to like do like communication skills in the workplace, team building, being organized. Uh, as a designer, you are definitely touching like multiple projects at once uh, so multitasking <laughs> and uh, so it's just uh, all around great experience to it helped me get ready to branch out and do my own thing when I was like hey you know I, I kind of feel like it's a good time to see if I can do this on my own I already know how to be like a one-woman show so uh, let's see if I can still do it <laughs> yeah so they kind of gave yeah. you the tools to then kind of build your own mm-hmm. that's great yeah so what was your favorite project you've worked on with your business? Can you think of anyone in uh, particular? Not, it's not like so much business related. Really been enjoying uh, just making designs for my Etsy shop. It's kind of been a nice outlet of business and pleasure. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, oh, this is kind of more of my art and let's see how it goes and let's stick it up there and <laughs> let it do its thing and obviously you have to go in and adjust your tags and everything but that has been like really enjoyable because it's kind of it's more freeing too since it's like all me and I'm not more constrained by the parameters the other person might have who I'm doing stuff for um but that has been really fun and I made a cool like t-shirt design for my boyfriend uh, he does music production so I made a cool thing for him and it's gotten really good feedback and that's always nice to know. It's like, oh, cool, this design and message, you know, resonates with people and that's always a nice thing to feel that you've made something that people really like. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw the Comic Sans t-shirt. I thought it was pretty funny, you know, it's still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's like one of the best parts is you can kind of connect with different people through your creativity. So would you say that's maybe like one of the challenges in your day job is maybe like there's a little bit less like creativity involved. Yes, uh, I would definitely say as like a creative person and graphic designer, if you decide to like look for a job later after college or even now, it's like you really kind of want to make sure that that company like resonates with you. Like if you can, like I understand like sometimes you're, you're in a job and you're like, well, I just, I need the job. Like I've been there too, <laughs> but it's like, but if you can, it's like, cool. Like when you're going through your interviews and all that stuff, it's nice to see like, oh, cool. I think 
that these company goals like align with me and I feel like I, I'll be in a good place here where I can grow in my career and as a, a designer. So like that's a good thing to look into because I've definitely worked in instances where things were definitely more, you know, clean cut and like corporate to where you don't get to have, you know, that creativity and it's more like suit a job and you're like okay cool like I'm I can do this too you know but you don't always get to like express yourself necessarily in those positions so like whatever route you go I think it's always good to have like an outlet that's your own like whether it's an Etsy shop or you're posting art on your social media you know it's just always good to be creative elsewhere yeah so I think that's Mm -hmm. really great how you can kind of take one of the challenges of your job and then kind of take it into your personal life and take matters into your own hands and kind of say like hey I'm bored or frustrated with this you know let me change it around so Mm -hmm. I guess on a slightly more positive note what are some of the best parts like your favorite things about your job I think one of my favorite things and this goes with whether I'm working for myself or working with a company I like or a company I don't like is that design is like is a huge it's like a huge puzzle you're given like a task and then sometimes you have a bunch of assets like photos and fonts to play with and sometimes you have nothing and you have to create something that's visually beautiful or representative of whatever you're showcasing out of nothing and then when you're done you're like wow like yeah I I made that you know that's cool and I think that's just a really fun, rewarding experience. Yeah. It's like, cool. Like, even now I'll look through my portfolio and go, oh, man, I made some good stuff over there, you know. And you just kind of forget. Uh, but it's good to go back and see what you've done. And it's, yeah, it's like a huge puzzle piece. And sometimes I'm like, oh, all they gave me was a tiny little picture that was the, the like, pixels were awful, but I just made something work, you know. And... <laughs> So uh, that's, yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah, so like working through those challenges and kind of coming up Mm -hmm. with something. I think that's really cool to explain it as a puzzle, which is, you know, just that kind of all different pieces and kind of being able to organize them in the correct way. So what was the most challenging part of starting your own business? So I know you mentioned like networking. Is there anything else that prospective small business owners should look out for? Yeah, I would say networking is hard especially when it's covid yeah (laughs) and uh you have to be inside um so i think a good thing i've learned is that uh you know use social media to your advantage um share what you're doing post uh try to talk to new followers um just in the last couple months i've been on tiktok too just trying to showcase what you're doing there I'm like okay cool like before I was like I don't know about TikTok and then I was like you know let's let's do it I you know was was working with them for a bit and tried to see how I could make graphic design fun on that platform and it's actually it's a really fun platform to do so it's like I recommend that for anyone and I doubt it'll be banned but 
you know, just have fun while it's here. Who knows? And then try to get them to your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I saw. I've seen your TikToks and I've been like, oh, wow, you know, like I know Comic Sans or, you know, Curls. I've seen those fonts before. Fonts. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice, you know, for you to explain those and kind of like dig a little deeper than, you know, what we might not have known. Um, yeah. So I definitely think that it's working and fun and entertaining. I think your kind of main tips there for perspective small business owners would be to kind of just like use social media a lot mm-hmm. and I think that definitely helps as a designer because you know can kind of create cool posts and mm-hmm. different things everything's so visual so it's like if it's it's hard because it's like for me I'm, I'm like a mi- in the middle ground of like being introverted and extroverted so like starting TikTok was a little difficult and then like because then I could just you know Instagram no one even has to hear you talk so you just post it up there and it's cool, but I think now it's like, oh, cool. Like, if you want to get more exposure or get your work out there, you just have to share it and go, like, check out my Etsy shop or check out this. And that's how you can get them to just see what, see the cool art you're making. So I think, like, self expression was probably another way that, or another reason you wanted to start doing TikTok. And have you found any success in networking with TikTok? I mean, actually, I've gotten a few uh, business leads through there, so <laughs> you never know. Uh, I think it's, I aside from, you know, talking about fonts and being a little font snob on there, I, uh, you know, will tell you, like, here's the hierarchy of design, and this is what you want to look for, and just, like, things to learn about, and I'm trying to explain things in a nice and fu- a short and fun way so that people can understand and hopefully make adjustments to their designs or graphics and and it's a good way to show like hey like I know what I'm talking about so if you want me to work with you and or you want to work with me let's talk so yeah that's great and I think it's kind of like an unconventional way that you know we might might not think about to you know market your product but I completely agree I think that Mm -hmm. you know if I was a business owner you know I'd be like oh man like that's so cool she's got all these skills to share. I think that a lot of our listeners are probably in high school, college, you know, career Mm -hmm. transition area. So what are some ways that they could explore graphic design if they say see it on your TikTok um, Mm -hmm. and they're interested in learning more? Yeah, I would say a good place to start and a free place to start would be YouTube. (laughs) Uh, Look up, there are so many tutorials on YouTube. Like, even to this day, like, if I forget how to do something, I'll just type it in there and I'm like, oh, right. Like, that's, that's right. That's how you do it. And yeah, YouTube's good. I recommend, like, if you have the funds to, like, invest. Skillshare has lots of good classes. Udemy. I know a lot of colleges uh, partner with uh, lynda.com and they have stuff there, too. And then, like, a nice design and business resource I like is called The Future. They have a YouTube channel too, but they also have classes. So I think they're really good for both a nice combination of business and design. Yeah. So would you say that in general, graphic design is a good thing to teach yourself? It's like, you know, fairly accessible to large groups Mm -hmm. of people. I think there's just so many online resources now that I think it's just like a great thing to try to learn. Like even if say you didn't want to major in art, you know, when you go to college, you, you can s- make it a minor or just learn everything on online classes. Like it is totally possible 
and I've seen a lot of people do it and even getting into motion graphics, which is another big one that is there's tons of YouTube tutorials and classes like on Skillshare and everywhere else for that. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's go. If you're listening, go yeah. check that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, the web is uh, awesome. So technology is a uh, really playing in our favor nowadays. So <laughs> yeah, good thing. Cause we're all stuck at home now, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, yeah. So you were kind of mentioning before how, you know, maybe if you don't want to major in art in college, you can kind of go out on your own. Yeah. Like majoring in, let's see, majoring in art. Yeah. That wasn't a thing I did. I had friends who did that and man, they do learn a lot and they make some great projects and they I think they get really in depth into like packaging design and I would just say like if you do major in art I would probably suggest like you definitely get an internship or two with a a real company because anecdotally what I've heard from some friends is like oh uh, yeah I learned all the theory and all the important the skills but I didn't really know how to do this in real life or with a company so it's like say you have all the time in the world to work on like an art project but when you get to work with a company they're like hey we need this in like a few days or a week and you're like oh oh crap I got to do this fast you know what I mean so in like the more corporate business world you have very tight deadlines it's good to get in the practice of doing things within a, a short time limit I would say yeah, so it's definitely something that you can learn on the job and just kind of, you know, grow as you're... Yeah, I yeah think- for sure. I think for I did definitely, like in a few of my early jobs, I definitely did a lot of learning on the job. And I was really lucky that I had those sort of environments that allowed that growth to happen there. So I'm super grateful for that experience. But yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing that you might want to look out for if you're looking for a job is just finding a company that maybe allows you to kind of grow and learn. So if you had to go back to those days where you were just learning, what's one thing that you wish you could tell your past self to do differently? Say, be patient. Because <laughs> sometimes you might be trying to do something in Photoshop or Illustrator or whatever, and you're like, it's not, it's not clicking. But I just say like, do it a few times over and it will stick just like be patient and always be willing to be adaptable and this is also some really good advice I got from a professor once was he always said like don't be married to your design (laughs) and it's like what does that mean well it's like it's nice to kind of not be super attached to your what you're creating when it's not just for you because you might send someone like a mock-up of something and they're like oh we need to change like this 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 and this and you're like what (laughs) yeah and so it's good so that you don't get like your feelings hurt for you know lack of better way of saying it so it's like okay cool I'll make those changes and we'll we'll get it done uh it's good to be that way and kind of put your ego aside is another one that way you're like always easy to work with people love working with easy to work with people but yet you know still stand up for yourself so there's there's a there's a line that's yeah. the one know your worth I would say that to the young the young designers and artists watch out for people who want you to do things for free 
that will never end, especially family and friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, this, to this day, I still get it. So <laughs> I'm like, mm. yeah. So kind of on knowing your worth. So what would you say to young designers who are maybe like, oh, should I do this for free? Or what's your kind of boundary or general rules on those? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's like a few ways to go about it. And uh, a way, say you're like brand new and you've never done any sort of design for someone else before. And you're trying to start getting like a roster of clients. Um, and this is like something I'll still do today. Like say I'm looking for like a, a new client that I want to work with. I would go, Hey, I, I can give this to you. I want to try out this new design or this new proposal I'm trying to work through. And would you be interested in working with me? I'm going to do it either at a super discounted rate or free. And then in return, ask for like a nice review or um, like a testimonial. So it's like you're still getting something in, in your, while you're still helping that person out. Because I know a lot of people, it's like, we will do a lot of things for free, uh, but if you can kind of make an exchange of some sort, or even if you want to charge them, but like, you're like, hey, it'll be like 50 bucks, you know, or 20 bucks for something. Um, that is even works, but it's just so you can at least, you know, show them like, hey, I am putting time and care into this and it'd be nice to get compensated somehow. And, you know, you're, you can work on the phrasing. Maybe don't say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's good to know, like, put those boundaries up so that people don't just like start stepping all over you as an artist because um, art is valuable and it's, you know, it's worth something. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's a really good tip to kind of ask for <laughs> testimonials or, you know, mm -hmm. some other non-monetary form, mm -hmm. especially because if you're maybe afraid to be like, hey, you know, I think that I should get paid for this. But I think that's a good point, just kind of testing out different designs. And mm -hmm. so do you still test out, do kind of things like that now as a more experienced designer? Or is that just more for if you're starting out? I definitely, um, it's funny, I'm kind of like in the process of doing that right now. Um, so like now with like my business, sometimes I'll change up who I'm trying to help. So if I'm like, Hey, I want to start helping, um, therapists and wellness coaches. And so it's, I'll have one. I know, uh, this lady right now and, and I've, you know, talked to her and I'm like, Hey, like I want to, you know, see if I can make this work for you, you know? And basically it's like, I want to make kind of do a rebranding for her and then see if it will help her improve because it's like you want to help them showcase like the act the good work they do so it's like here i'm gonna do it like super discounted i just want like a video testimonial when it's done and um uh, we'll work through all the details but it's kind of go into it like that because it's like hey i haven't really like for me it's like hey i haven't really helped many people in this area of expertise so i want to make sure i can actually do it and go from there yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hope that's working out for you. <laughs> yeah, so so far, so good. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a yeah. good point that you can kind of do it at any stage in your career. You know, you don't just need to be new to it. Try out something new, expand your mm -hmm. boundaries. So what's one thing that if you could tell your past self, you would be like, keep it up, you know, great work. I would say 
Yeah, to just keep going and keep learning new stuff. I think especially as um, with how technology is moving now, it's just so fast and there's always new things coming out. Like it's good to always stay on the trends. And like now I'm starting to get into um, the motion graphics and like video editing. And it's like, okay, just cause I'll do it for like my just tiny video editing for like my YouTube channel. But it's like, oh, I think I want to make some like better stuff. So it's like, I'm, I have like a class saved that I'm like, okay, I'll start that this month. And it's just always being open to learning because you're always going to learn something new and get better. So I think as long as you're just open to that. I think that's mm -hmm. another good tip because people are like, oh, I'm already an expert on this. You know, I don't need to learn more. But yeah, I think that's really important is to just you know, say, hey, keep going. You know, like there's so mm -hmm. much more that you can learn about this topic. And yeah, kind of by using things that you mentioned before, like Skillshare or just mm -hmm. YouTube videos. Yeah. What was some advice that you'd give to people who are just starting out in graphic design or marketing, starting their own mm -hmm. business? Yeah, I would just see ask a good question to ask yourself is like where do you want to go in your career i guess and maybe even write down um your goals you know it's like hey i see myself working at a design agency and then eventually becoming like the art director there um so it's good to like write down where you see yourself and then after that like write down how am i going to get there so it's like oh well it seems like I need a degree for this, you know, or after that, I need to maybe get a, an internship or two. And I think internships are super helpful for like, um, for all the, the connections and networking, especially, and for the hopefully hands-on experience. I would say if you try to avoid those like stereotypical internships where you're getting coffee. <laughs> yeah. I've never had one of those, thankfully, but... I'm like, oh, you could, I'm sh you could do something, even if you're like shadowing someone else somewhere. I would say try to do that. But yeah, I think uh, it's it's almost like you're writing like a life manifesto to see like where you want to end up, and then you can read that every now and then and be like, that's yeah, I do want to live in Malibu in a nice house or you know whatever you want to do, and just try to figure out your plan on how to get there. And I think that'll really help. So it's like, just helps you kind of visualize it more. And then it's like, oh, like for me, identifying your uh, weak points. Like for me, it's like, oh, Illustrator it wasn't like my best program to work in. So it seems like I got to take a few classes or watch tutorials on that. So it's kind of like being realistic with yourself on like where you can improve too. Yeah, like staying you'll humble. you'll be on a good path. Yeah. Yeah. Stay humble for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so kind of branching off about like, you know, having different career goals that you set for yourself. So I think, yeah, just kind of a main point is that like you just kind of have to throw yourself out there at some point and kind of jump in and just try something new. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think that concludes today. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It was a real pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you. I've been so happy to be here and it's been so fun. Special thanks to Michelle, our first ever guest on the podcast. You can check her out on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Mishmel or go to her website, www.michellewieback.com. 
or you can check out her YouTube channel, Michelle Weback. Go show her some love there. You can check out this podcast on Instagram at fascinating underscore jobs underscore pod or Twitter at fascinating jobs. Be sure to leave a message, review, etc. wherever you listen to this podcast to let us know if you're enjoying it. And if you or someone you know has a fascinating job, email us at fascinatingjobspod at gmail.com for a chance to be a guest on the show. Thank you so much for listening and enjoying this podcast, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.